Hello and welcome to Rethinking Lost. Today we finish running through the IGN's list of loose ends and we talk about healing powers, dead characters and numbers. Welcome back to another episode of Rethinking Lost, and here we're going to wrap up our rethinking of the top 50 lost loose ends from IGN.com's 2006 article and 2008 follow-up. Uh, the links to both of these are in the show notes, so please do check them out. And we won't waste any time. We'll get right into number 19 as we count down to number one. Number 19 were the voices in the woods. Okay. Who I'm, were they? What were they? I'm going to go with... Uh either people stuck in time that can see what's going on or from dead people that are on the island or have died on the island yeah I think it could be any of those things there was talk it might be uh, the time traveling losties that we've seen Um, I thought it was great when people used to do the audio analysis of that and the fact that there's things in there (laughs) that seem that have meaning Um, it amazes me left channel says get away from him right channel says He's not going to hurt you. And the center yeah. channel, you know, that was great. That was awesome. Uh, but as far as it's a loose end or resolved, it's definitely still a loose end. And I think... Uh, it's one that I wouldn't like tied up, actually. I'd just like to leave that be. Just let yeah, the voices probably whatever, be Yeah, probably whatever explanation they have is probably not going to be satisfactory. No, that's right. Going to upset a lot of people in there. Yeah. So IGN agrees it's still unanswered. Cool. Um, number 18 is Echo's death. So Mr. Echo, we know why he died, why he was killed off the show. He didn't want to live in Hawaii anymore. No. Nope. Uh, but why was he killed in the sense of the story, we don't know. We don't know why the smoke monster took him the way he did and why it said, what did he say, you're next to John? Yeah, he said you're next. But I, I believe that he was killed by the black smoke because he didn't repent. He didn't, he wasn't. Uh, sad for his actions that he had done. That's right. He had that exchange with Yemi, and he held his ground. Yeah. In, in the discussion, I think, I think you're right, and I think this is a case of the black smoke just doing its its job. As if you had a, uh, or let's say a, a, a junkyard guard dog that just happened to be on patrol, and you were in the wrong place at the wrong time. It confronted you and took a big chunk out of your leg. Yeah. That's basically what we saw here. Kind of like the first attack on Locke. Locke yes. was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Now, what was Yemi the uh, smoke monster at that time? Or yeah, what? I would say. Or the island in my earlier, from last episode, interpretation. It's Yemi was the defense mechanism, not dark-shirted guy doing what he's doing with Locke. Oh, okay. I think this is, unless that is turns out to be the same thing. This is the island protecting itself from outsiders. Okay, cool. Right, number 17, the others' lists. Anna Lucia discovered that the others had uh, infiltrated the tailies, and I think it was Goodwin mentioned that uh, he had a list from someone mm-hmm. that we didn't know at the time, did we? Right. Did Ben give them a list? Yeah. Ben said make lists, I think. Yeah, he told Ethan and uh, Goodwin to make lists, but that they were after the... Who was the author of the lists? Yes. Well, in 2006, Jacob 
was mentioned as being the author of a different list, and we had no idea who Jacob was. We now have a little more of an idea. We we had Mikhail actually tell Saeed and Kate and Locke why they weren't on the list, all mm-hmm. related to personal flaws. Yep. I, but I don't really know. I don't know enough about the list to say it's resolved. I would say that's still a loose end. And hopefully in this next season when we see Jacob really kind of explain who he is, <laughs> we'll get a sense of why there were lists involved and what they yeah. served a purpose. And we'll hopefully find out why Jack wasn't on this fabled list. Because mm-hmm. he's wet and rubbish. <laughs> well, that ties into the next number 16. The good people on the list. Goodwin tells Anna Lucia that the list is the good people among the castaways. Uh, maybe the um, uh, pure people, like children, that can be easily manipulated or open to persuasion. It seems to be because we really don't know. Uh, we never met anyone who was good enough to go. Uh, Cindy is really the only one, I guess. Yeah, that's the only person I think that we've known cross sides. Yeah, most of the time when we see a character find redemption, they die. It's We don't see them get invited to come to the good side. Mm. Strange. And it's curious how Locke is not one of those people, and yet he ends up being chosen to be the leader. Or is he making himself the leader, as that's turning out to be? I, uh, I, th- I think he's manipulated himself by accident, and everyone else has heard that he's a good leader from someone else and they've just repeated it and that's how he's ended up into that position yeah so lists unresolved at the moment yeah lists of on all aspects of lists okay cool number 15 is linked to that again you know why do the others want the children i'd go along with just because they're easily to manipulate a, a child's fragile mind sometimes Right, I would. I'd agree. I think that that's why they're acceptable, and also they can't have children of their own. So if they're going to increase the population of their group, it has to be through through taking of children. But here's a side thing: how many children could they really have gotten in the last thirty? You know, since Dharma was there, there's Rousseau's daughter. <laughs> yeah. In the last sixteen years, um, where did Cole the come kids from? On the plane. Yeah. Not too sure where he came from. There's no backstory to him yet, is there? No, no. Well, that'd be, that would be interesting to see. Cause, well, Ethan is from um, the Dharma village. Yes. And then you go another 14 or 15 years in the future, and that's when they take Alex. Yep. Then the next group of children we see are from the plane. So I wonder if they took other children from Dharma. Maybe when they did the purge, they took a couple of Dharma kids with them. The purge? No, because all the women and children were off the island at that time, weren't they? Oh, that's right. Otherwise, Claire and uh, Miles would have been snatched. So they're, they're already gone, but maybe the, the plane crashed and they saw a, a big opportunity just to carry on as others or hostiles or whatever you want to call it. And mm. they had to get hold of them. Well, I would say it's fairly tied up in the sense that they they need children because they can't have children of their own. Yeah. So. Cool. Next up is something about surviving the crash. <laughs> like how how did they survive? Forces of nature and pure potluck. Uh, yeah, I would have to say it's it's gonna be one of those things that just like Walt uh, Michael couldn't kill himself. Yeah, the island will let certain people die, and obviously we need red shirts or log carrying guys to to kill off as we're watching it as well. Yeah, it's curious though how certain people were allowed. You know, 
it's not like everyone survived the crash. No, a lot of people died, didn't they? Yeah. There's only people 48... died after the crash too. Yeah. Yeah, 48 people survived on the the losty side. I can't remember how many survived on the taily side. Was it? It must have been another. It... It's 23, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and didn't someone drown like early on? And that's when Boone says he's a lifeguard. He'll go out and. Yeah, and Take Jack saves um, Boone from drowning, doesn't he? But that's yeah. after the Marshals died. Yeah. So the Marshal was the first Losty to die who survived the crash. So, I, I mean, I think we all assume there's a reason and that it's it's a supernatural force that makes that all happen, but mm-hmm. it hasn't formally been explained, so I guess we can call that a loose end. At the moment, yeah. I, I think it will be resolved. We'll find out either healing powers or there'll be a a property from the island that can keep people alive. Yeah, we already talked in the other episodes about Jack being not with the plane crash and this idea that the island has, has chosen people to be together. But it does seem odd when you think some force is trying to kill some of the Losties. Like we talked about Hurley and Jack being led toward a cliff. Yep. So, you know, or even Ben, if the island wanted Ben dead from cancer, why did the island let Jack survive? He's the only one who could have saved him. That's true. All right, number 13. What's up with all the Christian symbology in the show? I think it's a, a nice way of grabbing something relevant in real life. With the like the Virgin Mary statues and other little bits like that, obviously Echo had a Jesus stick and he tried to build the church. It's just their, their way of having faith. And then you've got the science side of things as well, like Jack and he's a, you know, a doctor and relies on his brain and science to get him through the day. Yeah, the the Christian symbols they've used, uh, even down to the John three five and you know the Virgin Mary statues, they're all such iconic things that they carry such strong symbols and send such a message and, and a tone. Yeah, they're, they're just literary devices. That's right. Uh, number twelve. What is the others' master plan? They can come and go from the island. They have access to the outside world. They got submarines. They got food. You know. They have inherited the island from someone. I'm not too sure. You know, maybe they've just always been there, and they've just uh, reproduced, and they've just—they've always been on the island, and they've just looked after the healing properties. Now, with Widmore being another, possibly he wanted to maybe profit out of the healing properties, and maybe that might be a, a backhanded reason for getting him off the island. You know, I always thought that Widmore had kind of brokered this truce with dharma with the goal of of exploiting some of their science and you know benefiting from it yeah. but he seems so anti-dharma and anti-outsiders every time we see him i think he's anti-dharma but i think he's also in there for the money and making money and that's why he's got all these um, other businesses and obviously he's into the medical side of things isn't he because he's got pregnancy kits and other bits and bobs so he he was against Dharma, but was using it to build his own power base. Yeah, the, the island's a cash cow for him. That's the way I see it for him, but all the other others, they just want to protect the island because they they love the island. That's where they were born and grew up. Yeah, I think that keeping in mind that this is from 2006, we had no idea you know, who the others were then. Was this Were they the Black Rock survivors or, or what? It appears to be a mixture of people from different sources who have taken on the task of protecting the island and serving what they believe to be the island's interests through Richard Alpert, who gets his information through Jacob. Mm -hmm. 
it may turn out that they're all just puppets, you know, pieces in the game yeah. for for Jacob and his thing. But uh, it's definitely not resolved, and it's probably even been redefined many times in the writing of the show. So, yes, could have been. I think when when we get a sense of what this Jacob versus Darkshirt conflict is, a lot of these things and who's who's on what side and what they're hoping to do will be revealed. And I think the others are just going to turn out to be you know, soldiers in the army whatever their goal whatever their role was okay fair enough uh number 11 is what's hiding the island i'm under the impression it's uh electromagnetism geologically unique and it just hides the island from from view from everything possible and obviously it's skipping around doesn't help yeah i think it's it's not going to have a true science explanation um but i think they've gone with that kind of blend of of religion and science, a little bit of pseudoscience. Yeah. The science fiction, I guess is a good way to put it. Uh, there were some things in some of those alternate reality games about, is it the Manhattan experiment? Where they, somewhere where they tried to do like invisibility. Uh, Philadelphia experiment. Philadelphia experiment. Yeah. So yeah, they, think, they tried to hide a, a warship, didn't they? Yeah. So they're basically claiming it's along those same lines, even though we were unable to do it. Here on the island, somehow it can happen. Resolved or? I'm going to say resolved because I'm I'm under the impression it's uh, the electromagnetism of the island. Yeah, I think we've, we're meant to take that as a good enough answer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that brings us to the top ten. Yay! Right, number right. ten is the disease. Now, there's lots of incarnations of the disease, aren't there? Yeah, and that, that makes me say it's unresolved because we've we've been led to think it's two different things. It could be many different things. At one point, we were all certain that the sickness or the disease was uh, Desmond jumping in time. Mm -hmm. But then you've also got... Rousseau's crew. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, Montan. Was it Montan? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He got dragged underneath the temple and all, all the rest of her crew got turned once they entered the temple. Now, is that the sickness or is uh, Desmond's time-traveling thing, the sickness. See, I thought the producer said it was what happened to Rousseau's crew. Yeah, but, I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, because I can't imagine the sickness having this sense of what happened to Charlotte and what happened to Desmond being so prevalent that people would pick up on it and, and, give, and everyone dies so quickly. <laughs> yeah. I think it, it's still a loose end in my head because it hasn't definitively been wrapped up in the show is like ah oh, that's the sickness and certainly that whole vaccine and the quarantine sign and all don't really fit either explanation no so there could be another or a third reason to think of another sickness yeah so i'm, I'm not really sure but i would say unresolved okay all right so the healing powers of the island is loose end number nine specifically rose's cancer and Locke being able to walk and we have these injuries that cuts and bruises that seem to get healed real quickly. Yep. Uh, with the exception of Ben Linus and his tumor, we've kind of been given the impression, I think, that there are exceptions where the island can rescind its healing power. Yeah. Well, if if the island could heal absolutely anything, then Sawyer wouldn't need glasses, and certain other people wouldn't need glasses either, would they? And like Boone died. Yeah. I mean, people die on the island, that happens. But we, I do think there's a combination of uh, electromagnetism 
which they say magnetism has great healing properties. I know Rose was saying she met someone off island who told her there's certain spots in the world where healing can happen. Yeah, that was the guy in Australia, wasn't it? Near Ayers yeah. Rock. So I, I think from that, that's part of it. And then there's also the supernatural element also. If the island can heal, can it also uh, give sickness to other people? What, what's a better way of describing that? Can uh, it pass a sickness that's... onto someone? Uh, in the case of, let's say, uh, Jack's appendicitis and Ben's tumour on his back. Would that be, would that be the island? I wouldn't island? think so. I would think it could choose not to inhibit. But that might be... Well, they say that Ben's thing is from the island. Hmm. I don't know. I I would say it's a loose end in terms of a formal explanation of the rules for the healing and where it comes from, but I don't think we're going to get more of an explanation other than what we've gotten so far. Okay. Some of these, you know, it's the island. <laughs> the island wants Ben to be sick, and the magnetism helps. Okay. Number eight, locks legs. Can't walk, can walk. At times of doubt in the island, he seems to lose the ability to walk. I'd say the island healed his legs, and then with that power it can also manipulate people into doing other things. He wanted to climb up and look inside the plane, and with with his legs not working, then obviously Boone had to go up there and do it for him. And maybe yep. that was the island just pushing That's him. That's how Boone died. Yeah, the sacrifice the island demanded. Yeah. It's interesting that... Locke did lose the use of his legs when he went off island as Jeremy Bentham, but not not in that it just turned off the healing, is that he was injured. Yeah, when he broke his leg. It. Yeah. Yeah. He could so still walk it, off island though, but yeah, it, it did hinder him though, didn't it? Yeah. Well, when we look at it from the 2006 perspective, all we really knew was here was this guy who we saw in a wheelchair and now he could walk. Yeah. We've definitely gotten a lot more of the story. You know, we've seen him off island. We've seen how he got thrown out the window and lost the use of his legs. We've seen what happened when he went back to get the Oceanic Six. Yep. So some of those what might happen, what was he ever really paralyzed? Was he paralyzed his whole life? That kind of thing you know, we did see. But Yeah. So in terms of further backstory on it, I'd say that's all tied up. But other than that, I think he gets chalked in with the other healing that we just talked about and the other... Uh, loose end yeah and it's partially you know it's about as resolved as i think it's going to get it's either the island or the electromagnetism healed them and in Locke's case it seems to be more the mystic and more faith-based no that makes sense all right uh number seven we've talked about this already and uh i think we've <laughs> kind of made it a loose end for sure all these dead characters reappearing where are they coming from why do they reappear it's probably more of a loose end now because we have a better sense of what the options are. Yeah. Back in 2006, it was just kind of, there were ghosts. But now we're thinking, oh, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. Yeah, I, I still think it's just two factions. Uh, uh, white shirt guy, black shirt guy, and that's it. The white and black of the, the whole story. That's, that's the way I, th I think it's just going to plan out. That could be. I, I'll be interested to see what this loophole is that the dark-shirted guy does. I have a sense that his loophole created this ability to hop 
<laughs> into to different people. Well, he was looking for a loophole to kill Jacob, wasn't he? Right. And he's the way he did that was only one leader's allowed in at a time. And the way I see it, Locke wasn't the leader. Ben was the leader. And so that was the loophole right there. He found his loophole on how to kill him. He's got someone there who wants to kill him. There you go. Yeah, but I I took the loophole to be more that he couldn't do it himself. So he needed to to uh, have someone else do it for him. Yeah. And I think... I, I don't agree that Jacob has this ability to project himself into other people. I think Jacob and this dark-shirted guy for the longest time were were themselves, like like Richard Alpert. Yeah, okay. But I I think at some point the dark-shirted guy is going to have given himself up in a way that that his consciousness can can float, whether he gives himself up of the temple. Yeah. I mean, we haven't heard about anyone except for Jacob. So I wonder if somewhere along the line, post seeing them watch the Black Rock, Jacob gets rid of him somehow. You know, turns him into the Black Smoke, banishes him. Huh. Maybe Richard Alpert and and his group uh, helped him contain or imprison or somehow defeat that other side. Send him back to the temple. Yeah. Turn him and... into Black Smoke and the only way he can uh, walk around on the islands is to actually possess either dead bodies. That's yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like he get somehow he gave up, and he gave up his his form, and in the process gained the power to make this happen. And he ah. hates Jacob so much that he he was willing to die, to give up his physical form. Would you say that the guy in the black shirt isn't his true form? It's someone else's form. I think the guy in the black shirt was his form, and oh, okay. he gave that up what what you just said there i'm thinking that he he sat down next to him he said you don't know how much i want to kill you and he said well some of the along the lines of well you're going to need a loophole maybe he's already been turned into the smoke monster he's he's inhabited that body and he's still looking for his loophole maybe that's like the fifth or sixth body that he's actually been in but jacob recognizes him as his foe i i'm still picturing it more that almost like um an Obi-Wan, strike me down, I'll become only more powerful. So, in in his body, he has immortality, he has certain powers and certain knowledge, but whatever he does, he gives himself up, he forsakes his body, and whether he turns himself into the smoke or or is punished in a way that has this consequence, yeah. that it frees up his his consciousness and now he can project it into other things and control other people in a way where Prior to that, he could interact with people, but he couldn't, you know, mind control them. Like now, he can possess someone, okay. but he he doesn't have his own body anymore. That's that's where I think it's going with this, but I don't know. Okay, no, that's fair enough. But as we said with all our other conversations in the first two episodes and this, it there's all these dead bodies and we don't know where they're coming back to life from. So that's definitely yeah. a loose end. So number six is the polar bears, and that that's a pretty cut and dry, resolved thing, I think. Yeah. Although IGN doesn't agree. But I, I think they were part of this whole Dharma experimenting. The reason they're on the island is because Dharma's not there anymore. The polar bear in the Tunisian desert is there because of this, the wheel. Yeah, it's the same place that Locke and Ben went. So to me, I, I see that as pretty resolved. Why yeah. they're there and 
that's the way I see it. The Dharma were just using animals as an experiment, and they got the polar bears to turn the donkey wheel, and that one got thrown through time and space. Yeah. Cool. Resolved. <laughs> moving on. All right, moving on. Number five, the unusual connections between the castaways. We talked about this a little bit in the last episode with Libby. Keeping in mind that in 2006, it was mind-blowing that there were all these connections, and we wondered if they even realized that there might be these connections between them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. To me, it's not fully resolved, like why they're all connected that way. I think that's just part of the the storytelling approach they took. And I don't think we're going to get definitive explanations on most of them. No, I think some of them were just just nice coincidences. Obviously, uh, there was one where um, Christian Shepherd opened the door and bumped into uh, Sawyer. Yeah. He also talked, spoke to him in a, a bar, didn't he? In the he? bar, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they're just pure coincidences. A lot of them. And then others do tend to be people pushing and nudging into certain directions, but a lot of them are just coincidences. I think you're right. I think there's uh, some instances of of uh, there's a purpose and manipulation going on, and then another part of it is just to show that these important characters have been important and connected and special from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And been you know we saw Jacob following them throughout their lives and probably partly manipulating them to be together. Yeah. Uh, number four in 2006 was a huge question that nobody knew anything about. And it was the subject of all this alternate reality games and such. But now I think we just spent a whole season exploring the Dharma Initiative. Yeah. And uh, I think there's still some things we don't know, especially because we <laughs> we don't know yet what's going to happen with uh, the season finale. But it seems like, I mean, who they are and what they are largely has been explained. Do you think they were there and, well... The, the sole purpose for the Dharma Initiative was for the time travel thing or or something no, else? No, I think it might have been last episode when I, I mentioned, I think there were kind of two faces to Dharma. There was the Horace Goodspeed love and hippie kind of science experiments all around. Okay. But then there was this other faction that Ann Arbor wanted to have certain goal, tap into this special power, yeah. tap into this, this special energy. It, it always seemed odd to me that the others let them have that part of the island, knowing how, how important that is. But maybe they didn't realize that that was where that all happened. Possibly. But then the um, the hatches are all over the island anyway, aren't they? Yeah. It, it's not like they've um, given them a small patch of the island. Well, that they have, and that's Dharmaville. But then they've also dug all these tunnels and built all these other hatches across the whole island, possibly yeah. without the others knowing. Yeah, and the, even Dharmaville, they seemed kind of annoyed and surprised that that was built over the bomb. <laughs> like, well, someone built a city over it. <laughs> and, you know, I said I felt it was kind of resolved, but I, I guess I have to backtrack on that quite a bit because we know a lot more about it, but there's still a lot of things we don't know. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of things that we know from these supplemental things, the alternate reality and the lost experience and all. I think but, on rewatches we'll we'll learn a lot more. Yeah. All right. Number three, we've talked about this already too. Walt's powers, 
he's hyped up to be supernatural. We hardly saw him do anything. There's a Mobisode episode where they show him in that room 23, and he's making the birds crash into the the side of the room, kind of like he did when he was young. But he came, got kidnapped, scared the others, <laughs> and, and he's gone. Yeah, he was uh, far too powerful for them to ha- hang on to, really, wasn't he? Yeah. For some reason. Um, hopefully, in the next season, that we'll, it will be resolved or he'll come back and we'll find out exactly what his powers were. Yeah. Now, number two is another one of those things that, that there's been promise for some explanation, but I don't think the writers feel the pressure to put something concrete and scientific. They'll go pseudoscience if it suits their needs. And that's the monster. Yep. I've, I've outlined a couple times, I think the monster might be the natural defense system of the island or, or an incarnation of of either the dark-shirted guy or this island's sentience, but whether it's nanobots or magic, for 2006 it could have been anything. Now we've seen it have some more connection to the temple and the island itself. Um, ben says he can't control it, he can only summon it. And to be honest, Daniel Russo, in early editions, did say it was a defense mechanism for the mm-hmm. temple. That's part of the story has always been there, hasn't it? Yeah. And it, what do they call it? The Cerebus? Yeah. On the map? Yeah. So that made me think it was created by Dharma. And I think in 2006, that was definitely the way people were thinking. It was the result of some sort of experiment. Maybe, maybe it is. And it's See, just taking the side of the... When we was in 1977, we never saw the Black Smoke Monster. Now, did the, the the Smoke Monster occur after the incident? That's what I was thinking at one point. Could be. This is what we the... saw it with Rousseau. That was... That was 80-something, wasn't it? Yeah. That was 86, so we saw it then, but we never saw it in 77. Yeah. See, that fits with my idea that this might have to do with the dark-shirted guy giving himself up in a way. But I also think if that's what it was, I think the producers would have been much more direct saying, you will find out what the smoke is. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully we'll find out, but that's definitely unresolved. And the last one, it's a pretty big mystery and absolutely unresolved. It's the numbers. Yes. You know, are they cursed? Are they special? Why did we hear them when the Jira flight was landing? who put them on in the first place. It's been tentatively explained as being part of a Valenzetti equation with some of these uh, alternate reality games and supplemental things, but... Yeah, that's never been mentioned in the actual program, though, has it? No. And, you know, the numbers come up a lot, but they've never really been mentioned other than with Hurley. No, that's correct. They show up places, but... show up a hell of a lot of places. But Hurley's the only one who thinks it's important. He's the only one who recognizes the numbers. No one else yeah. recognizes the numbers. And we don't know why they're on the the hatch either. They're on the hatch because that was just the serial number, I think. I think it's another one of these loops, you know, where right. uh, that there's a, a mystery of Hurley heard the numbers from uh, Leonard. Mm-hmm. Leonard heard them from a station, and possibly it was Hurley's voice that was 
send them out because it, it sounded like when Daniel Russo's ship crashed onto the island, you could hear Hurley repeating the the numbers. Yeah. Now, what, whether that was Hurley or not, we don't know yet. It could possibly be. So that's a nice little circle there. He heard it from he from him. That guy heard it from another guy, and it all goes in a circle. Yeah. And I think maybe it could be the same for pushing the the button as well. The hatch was given a, a serial number, 48152342. Instant yeah. happened. You had to press a button. The easiest way of grabbing a, a number to uh, remember is take it off the serial number of that hatch. And so they've used that number. Yeah, it could be. It's a long-winded well, way of explaining it. but I know what you mean, though. But either way, the numbers are definitely unresolved. And I think, actually, that's that's a great thing for us to do on our next show. We've gone through 50 loose ends. I, I'd say for our next show, we should come up with three or four loose ends that we see that di- weren't in this list. Like, for example, was that Hurley saying the numbers in the tower? Okay. You know, is, is that. So, you know, we can uh, maybe talk about that in our next episode. Our first three episodes have been pretty much dominated by this list, and as we go through the summer with this podcast, our goal is to revisit a lot of old things, old theories, old articles, and hopefully soon we'll be getting some feedback from you guys, and we'll we'll try to build our show around what you want to hear too. Yeah, exactly. I'm quite happy to do that. So send all your theories and your stuff that you want us to talk about to uh, rethinkinglost at googlemail.com, and then we'll yeah. we'll get on the case. But yeah, definitely send us like theories and stuff like that so we can argue it out and I can be right and you can be wrong. <laughs> and also, keep in mind the style of our show. We, we'd love to hear what you used to think, what you used to wonder, and how time has changed your perspective. Because that's kind of what we're looking to do. Look back at, at first impressions, second impressions, and see what's, what's out there that's been answered and changed and what's still the same. Yeah, that's awesome. If you uh, like what you've heard or you want to hear maybe something a little bit different, but also from Elton and I, visit our other podcast, uh, Apotheosis of a Bombast, <laughs> which is at bombastpodcast.podbean.com. And we'll be back in another week with some loose ends we think might have been missed and uh, another look at some historical thoughts on Lost. Brilliant. I'll catch you then, guys. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye.